Welcome back to Felicity Was Here. I'm Heather. I'm Melissa. And I'm Dr. Joe. And today we are back discussing Felicity Season 1, Episode 11, Give Me an O. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to 1999. It's the year of Y2K panic. (laughs) Hey. I wish I had a hype horn. I need to get a hype horn sound effect. (laughs) Please do. Cue the Prince Prince song that played at every New Year's party. (laughs) Oh, that's a good idea. (laughs) Maybe that'll be next season because that'll be the actual new millennium. But uh, yeah, 1999. It also gave us Napster. I was doing a little research on what happened in the year 1999 and that's the year Napster came out. R.I.P. Wow. R.I.P. to my parents' computer with all the viruses I downloaded on there because of Napster. Literally, my all my core memories are like in your brother's room, yep. us downloading music yep. on that computer. And burning All day, CDs. every day. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of like, <laughs> CDs. I remember Melissa's mom dressing up as a bug and her dad as an exterminator for the Y2K bug. I don't know if they dressed like that for Halloween or something. I know of all the things I can remember because I can't remember shit. I vaguely remember this. It was adorable. That's funny. It was a great couple's costume. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are now in a new semester for Felicity. And last week, it's been a few weeks, so last week on the show, Felicity and Noel kept making out but didn't really have time to define the relationship. Meanwhile, Ben decided to stay in New York over break to be with Julie. And we also met another one of the Kelvin Hall residents, Richard, who turned out to be quite a thorn in Noel's side. And in this episode, Felicity's back from winter break, as we said, and she is on a new mission to lose her virginity to Noel. But does anything ever really go as planned for Felicity? Julie tries to figure out how to tell Felicity that her and Ben are potentially an item without ruining her big moment with Noel. And Elena is perplexed by a gift from Blair. So it's a big one. Yes, lots of action. Very juicy. So we've got a big episode today. Felicity is ready to have sex in this episode. So let's go ahead and dive in. We open up with Felicity telling Sally that being back in California was great for the first couple of weeks, but then she got this pang, a need to get back to New York because that's where her life is. And she's got a couple of reasons to go back, but one big reason. And of course, that's Noel. So we see Felicity arriving back at the dorm and she sees Noel at his door talking to Richard and seems like Richard's roommate about his roommate's Christmas tree. Apparently, Richard, of all people, thinks that it's unsafe and a fire hazard to have an old tree in a dorm room. I love it. I love his passion of how <laughs> how hard he was fighting the good fight to avoid fire hazards. That was great. But literally in the last episode, he's barbecuing in his yeah. charcoal barbecuing in his room. But the, the Christmas tree, that's the problem. It was kindling. <laughs> yeah. That's the difference. That's Richard. <laughs> love it. But of course, Noel agrees. He didn't have to pay the roommate off to not report him to the authorities for dating Felicity. So this guy, he's definitely in the wrong. And he's like, yeah, this tree is a fire hazard. I'm taking it. So he takes the tree and tries to just rush them away so that he can, of course, talk to Felicity. So they lock eyes. She comes up to him and he says, so that's what you look like. And they're beaming at each other and they go into his room. And they're, of course, very happy to see each other and they get to kiss. And then... Noel's kind of cleaning up his room to make some space for her, and he got a new computer. He got a new iMac because there's no more Hannah around, so he can be his full Apple fanboy self. And this is the computer that he was thought maybe Hannah got in the other. He's like, oh, did you get the new iMac? Those things are so beautiful. Well, he got the new iMac now. It is gorgeous. <laughs> I love it. What, yeah. What color did he have? Was it orange or red? It's it was like teal. Blue. Oh, oh teal. I watched this episode a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> But those were all the rage back at like it was all about the colors. I remember the uh, commercials for those. I'm pretty Beautiful. sure our high school had those. Didn't we have the colored ones in our like library? I feel like I saw those around. Yeah, it was a big yeah. deal when they got them. Yeah. yeah. And I'm also wondering if Apple did like product placement for this show because they're right. so pro Apple. But basically the computer's cool and all. But Felicity has something that she's been wanting to tell Noel that she's been thinking a lot about over break. And he starts running through all the scenarios that he's thought about over break. Like, oh, you don't want to date. You don't want to ruin our friendship. Or you like me too much. But he's like, I've I've really thought of it all. Like, nothing you could say would surprise me. Well, he's like, no, I've decided we should have sex. And Noel is stunned. And even though he's holding his brand new Mac, 
he is so shocked that he drops it on the ground. And in this moment, I'm kind of proud of Felicity for being this direct. Like, get it, girl. You do you. Yeah, I was shocked by her directness and her, I don't know. You just like don't see her talking about that stuff very often in the show. So for her to just outright say it, it was kind of shocking. Right. She always clutches her pearls when Elena's like, so you boning? <laughs> She's always yeah. so offended. You two screwing yet? <laughs> she gets so reactive to that. So that was a different, a different vibe from her. Yeah. She came back a whole new woman from break. <laughs> so then Felicity continues to tell, tell Sally that she knows that it sounds like this is all out of the blue, that she's just going to have sex with Noel. But she says that since she got to college, she has felt disconnected, like she's missing out on something. And apparently, when she's walking around the cafeteria, walking through the dorm, when she's looking at all these people, she's just thinking all about how they're all having sex and she's not. <laughs> like, I, th- I feel like there was a TV show or a movie at some point that made up some crazy statistic that was like, men think about sex every 60 seconds or something like that. I'm like, no, I th- I'm pretty sure Felicity thinks about it more because she's literally <laughs> like, that's all she can think about when she looks at people, apparently, is that they're all having sex with each other. Okay, I know exactly what movie you were thinking of. How to what is it? One of our favorites that we used to watch together. That Simply Irresistible movie with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Oh my God. And Sean Patrick Flannery. Thank you. I knew it was from something. <laughs> no, Felicity thinks about it more. <laughs> now, is this a good reason to have sex? Probably not, but yeah. that's where we're at. I was trying not to rip on her so much this episode. That's why I've been sitting here quietly. You can you can rip. Go ahead. Your opinions are valid. Last time, Heather's like, hey, Joe, why do you hate Felicity so much? I didn't say, why do you hate her? Right. I didn't say you hate I, her. I said, I know, you love I the know. show, but you seem to always have issues with her actions so it just go you you doing you say what you got to say i was just feeling sad that that was her motivation because it sounds like she's feeling Mm -hmm. really lonely like she feels really like an outsider and disconnected from society at large and she is a sweet girl and she's not really you know some social pariah or something she's just confused yeah it's not the best reason to be having sex but I think it's you know something that a lot of people probably think about when they go to college and so again I think she's probably pretty relatable in this episode yeah yeah and like she was a nerd we learned that she's never had a boyfriend so she definitely I could see where she thinks that you know she's behind or a slow mover or something yeah or even genuine friendships to kind of compare and contrast like yeah there are other people on the planet who are not having sex and she'd know that if she had a bigger friend group or a friend at all like at any point in her life before she went to college yeah so then julie and felicity are sitting down for lecture and julie is telling felicity that she told her parents about zach and that she was really surprised they just got it they didn't make her feel guilty And her dad even hugged her, which she wasn't expecting, I guess. Felicity, of course, says that that's great. And I almost wish they had talked a little bit more at length about this or like why she decided she was finally comfortable to tell her parents. Like, I feel like we got a lot of buildup in previous episodes about her struggling to figure out when she wants to tell them if she's comfortable, that it was just like so fast that they were just like, oh, yeah, I told my parents they were great. And then we kind of moved on. So I wish this scene was a little bit longer or we got a little bit more about Julie, Julie's break and how she came to that decision. But it was nice to hear that her parents were, you know, reacted in an, in an OK way for her. So then Ben walks up to both of them and asks Felicity how Palo Alto was. And Julie kind of looks at him and then looks down, doesn't really acknowledge him, which is interesting. Felicity says that she actually met Ben's dad in Palo Alto, that he seemed nice. And Ben's like, yeah, well, he makes a good first impression. And I'm just like, oh, boy. Uh definitely a sign there i mean we know he's an abusive person and for felicity to be like oh he seemed nice it's like well they can be charmers I don't yeah know. It, it was weird for her to say that i thought i didn't like that either i thought it was weird because she knows some of his past so right that's why i was like why are you right. so clueless like why how can you be so oblivious and obtuse about it it's like his drama class knows more about his dad than she does or what you know what i mean I I just thought that was kind of an odd thing to say if she has some inkling that he's not Mm -hmm. that nice of a guy. Like, I'd be pissed if somebody said that and, like, knowing how my dad is and they're like, yeah, he's hilarious. He's charming. He's great. I'll be like, okay, fine, whatever. But he took it in stride. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think Julie probably knows a little bit more than Felicity about his dad, but for sure, still over Halloween, he divulged yeah. as much yeah, as that's... he wanted to, but like, she should know. I thought that was weird. Yeah, I thought that was off, yeah. But then Felicity asks Ben what he ended up doing since they did not share a cab back to California together. And he tells her that he went to Vermont, that Sean's buddy has a house up there. And Julie looks weird and awkward again. But then he asks Julie how she is. She's like, great. He's like, cool. And so then he leaves and Julie continues to look weird and awkward. And yeah, Felicity's like, oh, it's it's so weird being back. Like everything just like. No time has passed at all. And Julie's like, yeah, oh boy. Mm-hmm. Yep, no, nothing's changed. <laughs> but we know things well, have changed. Yeah, that's interesting, too, that speaking of Felicity being kind of like clueless and oblivious to things, like she didn't pick up on any of that. I mean, it seems very obvious as a viewer that there's something, there's a vibe there that's not quite right. And she's just totally, I mean, I guess she's just thinking about, about boning or something. She can't see anything <laughs> yeah. else in front of her. She's a one-track mind. <laughs> yep. Everything else is, everything's great. Well, at Dina DeLuca, Felicity's working and Noel stops by to visit her to find out when she wanted to have this sex. So Felicity tells Noel that she thinks before they do anything, he should get tested for HIV. And Noel's like, yeah, sure. Got to be safe. He's like, you know, I'm, I'm handling it. I'm on it. And he says he's very enthused about everything. And Felicity's like, okay, cool. Which appreciate Noel's all for it and uh, doesn't give her a hard time about it. So that was funny. Yeah, I feel like that's a super 90s thing to do, too, to bring up HIV. Like, that was such a thing in so many shows. And they did a lot of that on Beverly Hills 90210 and there are other shows, too, and other movies around that era. So I thought that was really interesting that that was in there, too. So I feel like that doesn't come up as much in current media. Like, it's not it's not like it was back then, like in your face, like PSAs about it and a lot of fear around it, too. Yeah, it feels a little reminiscent of some of the drawing the line episodes when we get like a little bit after school special here where we get more like sex education bits (laughs) but again they did it in a natural way to the characters yeah yeah but I think a lot of tv was like that yeah I think I think that was just like a cultural thing in media at the time so not just after school specialists it's just it was out there I feel like I don't know maybe I remember things a little bit differently because I'm much older than you two (laughs) only a tad (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I, I think about Rent and how big of, a, big of a cultural moment that was. And that was early 90s, right? I think so. Oh, there you go. So then we see Elena studying per usual and Blair comes up to her and gives her a gift just because. And she opens it and pulls out this stretchy blue, kind of looks like a buff, like on Survivor that they wear around their necks or their heads or what, like whatever you want to use it for, you can stretch it out and use it. So that's what it kind of looks like. But she's just kind of stretching it and like, oh, wow, great, thanks. (laughs) And Blair's like, oh, yeah, I thought of you when I saw it and he can't wait for her to wear it. And Elena's, you know, pretty clearly doesn't know what it is. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's it's so me. <laughs> um, and he's he's got to go. Though. He's like, can't wait for you to wear it. And then she's like, what is this? Like, she just has no clue what it is or how she's going to wear it. But she's like, well, at least she knows she can wear it. So, yeah, she's got this, this gift from Blair that she doesn't know what it is. I love this little bit throughout the episode. It was so cute. Yeah. So then in the mail room, Ben is checking his mail and Noel sees him and is so excited to see Ben after break. And Noel is just in the best mood ever. He's like, hey, Ben, how's it going? And Ben's like, good. How are you? He's like, oh, I was just at the doctor. And it's like, oh, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I mean, all signs point to I'm going to be great. And like Noel's just in the best mood, which is weird. And then while they're talking, this random girl comes up to Ben and gives him this invite to a party. She's like, yeah, it'd be great if you came. And then she kind of walks away. And Noel's Noel's like, who is who's that? Ben's like, I don't know, some party thing. And Noel is just like, you know what? Normally that would have bugged me. But now he's just like, it's amusing. It it doesn't affect me at all. Like yesterday, that would have just been the end of the world. And today it's great. Ben's like, why? (laughs) And Noel's like, progress, life moving on, things are changing. So Noel's just, yeah, he's living the high life right now. He's excited. Again, there's like this difference between him and the Noel from like a few episodes ago with the trench coat and the, you know, like (laughs) you wouldn't have. I don't know. I just wouldn't have pictured that Noel being so like giddy about having sex, which based on the previous episodes, it like 
implied that he was pretty experienced and had had a lot of it, whatever. But now it's like he's this, I don't know, doofus who's about to get laid. So he's acting all ridiculous. I don't know. It's because he likes Felicity so much. He's so excited. Okay. (laughs) Then Felicity tells Sally that she's going to do this. She's going to do it right. And she's not going to be embarrassed. So she gets herself to a bookstore, walks right up to the checkout lady and asks her where the sex books are. (laughs) And the lady points her to the human sexuality aisle. So she's in that aisle and the checkout lady comes back up to her to see what kinds of sex books that Felicity is looking for. And and this lady, she's, you know, 50s, 60s. I don't know. She's not like some young, hip, cool person. She's a bit of an older lady. But Felicity's determined to like not be embarrassed about all of it. So Felicity was looking at this book. It was like the men are from Mars, women are from Venus in the bedroom book. And she was telling her, you know, I like this, but it doesn't have a lot of pictures. And I'm very, vis- she's a very visual learner. And she starts increasingly increasing her volume. And then she's like, am I making you uncomfortable? And the checkout lady says, no, you're just talking really loudly. And there's like another old man behind her that like <laughs> is staring at her because she's, she's talking so loudly. And so Felicity's like, oh, sorry, I didn't realize. And the checkout lady says, do you know how good it feels? Felicity's like, um, no, like that's kind of why she needs the books. And the checkout lady says, no, it's a book. She's like, but how about this one? And she hands her a book called Gimme an O. And the checkout lady says that page 46 is really something. That's all I'm going to say. And then she walks away. So then Felicity opens up to page 46. She's peeking in there. And then she, you know, her eyes get wide. She's like, oh, okay. She's like, yep, I'll take it. Here, take my money. Sounds good. (laughs) And it was just a really cute, funny scene. But yeah, I appreciate because she's funny. That was cute and made me think about how, like, we don't have to have those moments anymore. We can just Amazon embarrassing books. We don't have to go to the bookstore and get them. So true. But now the poor checkout lady doesn't have a job, I bet. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Then back at the loft, Sean approaches Ben eating his cereal in the morning, and he's got a toothbrush in his hand. And Sean's like, what is this? Ben's like, it's Julie's toothbrush. And Sean says, this breaks the no live-in girlfriend rule. And Ben tells Sean that Julie's not his girlfriend, that she's just had a rough couple of months and he's been, quote unquote, helping her out, supposedly helping her out. (laughs) And Sean's like, oh, it's fine. I get it. She's like a real estate investment, (laughs) which Sean, no, women are not property. Let's not make this this comparison. But he says, you know, I get it. Like you, you buy an inexpensive place, a uh, piece of land, you build on it when the value goes up and, you know, you make sure you have the right capital. You're investing in your future. And I can respect that. And Ben's like, your respect scares me, <laughs> which was like, I thought the funniest Ben line in the whole <laughs> episode. But yeah, don't really like Sean's analogy here. No. And clearly you can tell he has not really had a girlfriend or a serious relationship. <laughs> He's got too many startups. He doesn't have time for women. But then Julie comes out of the back, which I'm assuming is Ben's bedroom, which is like, what? So Sean's also just been talking like that when she's there. Like, that was the most shocking part. Like, yeah, I don't love what he was saying. But also she was there when he's saying all this stuff really loudly. Yeah. And I thought they had bonded when she sold his fruit. So I thought he was okay with her. But apparently she's not allowed to live there. It was like he was talking that loudly about her toothbrush and being a real estate investment while she's there in the apartment. I thought that was so tacky as well. He's super (laughs) tacky. I mean, that's not the first time he's been tacky. So it's kind of par for the course with Sean. So, yeah, he doesn't have situational awareness. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. Julie comes out from the back and wants to talk to Ben. And she tells Ben that after, I guess, talking to her counselor, she wants to talk to Felicity. Because about her and Ben because it felt awful not saying anything earlier when they were all in lecture together and talking about Vermont. And Ben says, so what, we're not supposed to hang out because it'll hurt Felicity's feelings? And Julie says, no, that she just wants to be honest. And so then Ben says, okay, then tell her. And so Julie says she will, that it'll just be hard. And again, I'm like, Julie, didn't we learn this many, many episodes ago? Like, just... Do what you're going to do, but tell, like, just be honest about it. It's the hiding. And I don't know. Yeah. Going behind everyone's backs to do all this stuff. That is the thing that'll probably get hurt the most and cause the most damage. No, 
know, it takes a lot of time and therapy to come to that conclusion for some people, like not just life experience, but actual long term therapy to like for stuff like that to really sink in. And she is in therapy right now, but that's to address something else. So maybe she didn't quite get to that point yet. It seems very obvious, you know, to an outsider, but people with those types of um, habits, it's really it's not obvious to them and it does not make logical sense to approach things that way. Then in Noel's room, he's trying to piece his iMac back together, and Felicity peeks in and and asks him if she broke it, and he's like, no, he's the one that dropped it, but it's not working, so it is broken. But Noel's excited because his doctor reminded him that he's got a blood donor card, which means that he's HIV negative because you can't donate blood if you're HIV positive, and he says... He gave blood a month ago and hasn't had any human contact since then, so he is good to go. So Felicity's excited. She brought her planner with her, and she wants to schedule sex with Noel right away. So she's like, well, when do you want to do it? He's like, "Mm, how about now? (laughs) And she says, let's not rush it. He's like, okay, how about tonight? Because that's so much better. They've waited so long then. Uh, And she can't. She's like, got a lecture or something tonight. He's like, how about tomorrow? She's got a lab. He's like, what What about Wednesday? I'm wide open on Wednesday. And Felicity's like, okay, yeah, Wednesday, that works. Let's, how about eight o'clock? And Noel's like, yeah, for sex? Yeah, eight o'clock's great. <laughs> so she writes Noel sex in her planner, but lets him know that if he needs to reschedule, just, you know, let her know. And Noel assures her that that will not be a problem that comes up between them. So they have now scheduled sex. And as she's walking away, at first she looks down at her planner and she looks kind of excited. But then she kind of has this moment where you can see her nerves maybe bubble up like, what did I just agree to? So we get a little hint here that maybe she's not as determined or sure of herself as she has seemed this whole time. Also, can we give a quick shout out to blood donation? I told the people when I went to go donate my blood, I told them I was going to give them a shout out, but I don't know how to pronounce their name. Is it Vitalant or Vitalant? (laughs) That's where I went and donated blood, and I highly recommend if you are able to do so that you go do that. And I also give blood semi-regularly. I try. Uh, I do it with the Red Cross. You were my inspiration, so I want to inspire others now. (laughs) Yeah. I've got liquid gold in my veins. I'm a universal donor, so I feel obligated to do it. (laughs) Mine's like more like liquid silver. So yeah, if anyone needs blood. Okay, I guess mine's platinum platinum and mine's gold. gold. Yeah, that's that's exactly. Yeah. (laughs) We got the goods. Or I'm double platinum and you're just platinum. (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah. So proud of Noel also being a blood donor. And yeah, they're, they're ready now. But Felicity decides to be extra prepared, which good for her. That's always a good thing to do. So she goes to health services to visit the sex clinic and the staffer calls out her name. He says Felicity Porter, not Fatissery Porter, unfortunately. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> Gets her name right. And here's where we yeah, we get a little bit of a sex ed class. He gives her the pill and she's like, oh, and you got to use it with the condom, right? And she's like the good student and knows all her facts that it doesn't work against uh STDs and then he gives a demo of how to put on a condom and then she starts to get really awkward uh, and talks about when she worked at an ice cream parlor before and she had to scoop ice cream all day when she'd go home her mom would say hey do you want some ice cream and she's like no I don't want any ice cream I'm sick of looking at it all day and she's like is it like that for you he's like no he's he's still ready uh whenever and wherever but now she feels more prepared to have sex with Noel. But as she's walking out, she runs into Julie, who is there to see her counselor. And Julie's like, well, why are you here? Felicity says that she's there because of sex and she's going to have sex with Noel. But she felt really weird talking to Julie about it after what happened with Zach. But Julie says that just because she had a bad experience with Zach doesn't mean that Felicity shouldn't have a great first one with Noel, which I think was really nice and sweet. And Felicity says that that's great because it felt terrible not telling her everything. And of course, this would be a good opportunity for Julie to tell Felicity that her and Ben are hanging out, but she does not. She says she's late. (laughs) So she goes to health services to see her counselor and she tells Felicity congrats. So yeah, Felicity's opening up to Julie and Julie is not opening up to her yet again. So meanwhile, Noel is in his room doing crunches, getting ready for his big day. And the resident guy uh, is picking up Noel's iMac for repair. He knows another guy 
um, who's like the Apple repair master. So he is taking his Mac out of the room to go get it repaired. And then Julie comes in and needs to talk to Noel, needs some RA advice. And she says that it's about Ben and Felicity. And Noel's like, you're joking, right? <laughs> She's like, well, it's not about Ben. It's about me and Ben and Felicity. And so Noel's like, oh, you and Ben are a thing. Julie says, yes, but we're just hanging out a lot, like every night. And she said at the end of last semester, after the whole Zach thing happened, she couldn't sleep. And one night she went over to his place and Ben just talked to her until she fell asleep and he made her feel safe. And since then, she's been sleeping at his place every single day. She said, though, that nothing happens. They're just spending time together. So then Noel's like, okay, well, if nothing happens, what's the problem here? And Julie says that she hasn't told Felicity, but she thinks that Felicity would see it as some kind of betrayal. And I was like, you know what? I, I have it on good authority that I think she's moved on. <laughs> and Julie says that she knows all about them and that Felicity's super excited. But she still thinks that Felicity would be mad that she's sleeping in Ben's bed or that she went with him to Vermont. And I was like, oh, like, did anything happen there? Julie's like, no, we just went snowshoeing. So... She's not really sure why she's so afraid to tell Felicity. And Noel's like, well, I think it's because you think something is about to happen. And Julie realizes that he's right and that he's... And so she's like, okay, I'm going to tell her tonight. Noel's like, no, 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 no. Don't tell her tonight. Do it any other night. Like maybe until Friday. Like wait until then. Because yeah, he obviously doesn't want his night with Felicity to get spoiled by all of this drama. And so you know was... what? This isn't the first time that he's told Julie to wait to tell Felicity something. Oh, 100%. Yeah, not a, so that's, not good advice. that's kind of something. <laughs> yeah, too. Like, she was ready to go, and he's the one who said, oh, 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 pump your brakes. I've got to work on something. <laughs> You're going to mess up my, my stuff, so keep that shit to yourself. So he kind of created some interference there himself by steering her away from, yeah, just come out with it already. Although she's been sitting on it for a while by then. It wasn't like him that's... being like... Never tell her. Yeah. It's like, just wait two more days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think those two days could have made a difference. Because I think what happens later may not have happened. Going back to the um, Julie and Ben thing, I totally get that she would want to sleep somewhere else other than her room. Because that's like, oh. her bed is where the assault happened. I can't even believe that totally. she would have slept there at all. Like, even before like her and Ben started doing their thing, I would have figured she would request a room change or like sleep with in Felicity's yeah. room like I I know personally I wouldn't be able to go back to that to that bed again so I don't blame her for trying to find safety and comfort somewhere else yeah that's a really good point definitely well and based on how he opened up to her and made her feel safe right after it happened like in their mm -hmm. conversation yeah. Like, it makes sense that she already had a bit more trust with him that she would feel safe going to his place too then Felicity and Elena are walking and talking outside, and Felicity tells Elena now about her and Noel, and she's just, like, telling everyone. It's funny. Um, so she tells Elena, and she's like, oh, you know, you're so experienced, so she, she wants Elena's advice here. And Elena says that her and Noel should have been going at it a long time ago, but her tip is to be the ball. Focus on the ball. <laughs> And she saw that on some sports program, but she's like, treat it like any chemistry final. Just focus all of your energy on him. Forget everything else going on. Like you've got blinders on in a, like a racehorse. And she actually like puts her hands up around her eyeballs to be blinders. And then Felicity mimics her. And so now they're pretending that they're racehorses. And <laughs> Elena tells her to just take control right away and then keep it going. So you just, yeah, be the ball. Felicity says, wow, you and Blair must have an amazing sex life. <laughs> and so then Elena says, well, speaking of which, what do you think this is? And she pulls out Blair's gift. And Felicity's like, uh, what is this? You know, and, you know, she's like, it looks like a short skirt. But then she's like, why can't you just ask him what it is? And Elena says that she can't because she already told Blair that she loved it and it'll crush him. And Felicity's like, oh, that's unusual for you because normally she doesn't care if she hurts anyone's feelings. She is blunt, uh, you know, keeps it 100, right? 
So clearly Elena likes him. But then Elena says, so just remember, be the ball and sexy underwear never hurts either. So we're seeing them kind of swap personalities a little bit. Like Elena's getting a little more touchy-feely and she's telling Felicity to be a little bit more like her to like take emotions out of it. Just focus on being the ball. So it's, it's kind of cute that they're rubbing off on each other a little bit. So then back in Felicity's room, she's on the phone ordering some lingerie from a catalog, which again, very 90s. <laughs> Melissa, so you mentioned like you're like oh books you know we could just order on amazon like this is literally another moment where it's like she would never have this awkward phone exchange with someone yeah. like asking for their recommendations on which underwear which would be color sexier. But yeah also, if she was calling on the phone and ordering from a catalog that would have taken weeks to get there like there was no prime back then <laughs> Yeah, I was wondering, how is she going to get it so fast as to, like, order online and then pick it up in the store, just, like, run and go grab it? They didn't have curbside pickup. And say, same thing with the with the birth control pill. He was like, it takes 28 days to work. I'm like, well, that's, I mean, I guess you would assume they would keep having sex. But still, I was like, well, that's not going to do anything for you this week. Hence the condom demo. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So then Megan walks in. So she quickly gets off the phone. And Megan says that she heard all about her plan to bone the RA. And Felicity's like, what? Oh, my God. Who told you? I'm like, Felicity, you're literally telling everyone about this. Like you told Julie, you told Elena. Noel obviously knows he's probably talking about it. She told the bookstore person, like, what does she care? But the mailroom guy knows now. So everyone knows. And then Megan sees Gimme an O. And she's like, oh, my God, Gimme an O. That's my favorite book in eighth grade. (laughs) So, yeah, Megan, uh, she got all nostalgic flipping through that book and uh, was thinking about all of her eighth grade escapades, apparently. I, I don't want to touch that one. I don't know, Dr. Joe, if you do, but I do not. I was just like, why wasn't she reading Judy Bloom or something? <laughs> I hope that this is all talk for her, like public persona, what she yeah. wants people to think about her and not true. But who knows with Megan? So Megan's like, oh, do you want some sex Indeed. advice? Well, she's like, Absolutely not. And so Megan leaves. That was such a missed opportunity, though. They could have bonded. She was actually, like, saying more than one word to her for once. That's true. She was trying to start a conversation. She sure was. She was trying to help a sister out. And I think it could have been funny or fun just to see what Megan's advice would be. But like you said, missed opportunity. (laughs) I was just going to say I'm trying to see if Gimme and O is an actual real book or if it was just like a fake book. I, I almost Googled it, and then I, I didn't. I just Googled it. It <laughs> seems to be real. All right. Not that I need it, but I'm just saying. Oh, Melissa, do we need some advice from you? <laughs> hey, that's another podcast. <laughs> then we see Noel and Felicity getting ready for their little rendezvous separately in their rooms. Noel is lighting candles, being romantic, and Felicity does the whole, like, spray the perfume in front of you and walk through, like, wave it <laughs> on you. She's doing that whole method. And this reminded me, like, body spray was such a big deal when we were growing up. And I I actually was trying to figure out what Felicity was using. They like I couldn't really see any branding on it, so I don't know if it was an actual brand. But I was like, I wonder what Felicity's body spray would have been. And I was thinking originally maybe it was, like, Tommy Girl or CK1. But then I was like, nah, I think those would be too pricey for her because she's very, like, normcore. So then I was thinking maybe she'd be a Gap Dream girly because that's like cheaper, kind of preppy. And I remember that body spray. That was one of my favorites back in the day. But what were your go-to body sprays back in the 90s? I used to love the Bath and Body Works Cucumber Melon. I actually still have a little bit left in a very old body spray bottle. (laughs) And occasionally I spray it on myself just to have nostalgic scent. But that was my go-to. Also, Bath and Body Works, but I think Plumeria was the big deal. That was a good one. Cucumber, that was good. I also like when I when I think of '90s perfume, I always think of Clinique Happy too. It was so totally. citrusy and delicious smelling. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. But the bottle that Felicity had was like dark blue or something, so it wasn't Clinique Happy. Mm-hmm. But I also liked Gap Dream. Yeah, I wish they'd bring that back. I would get it. I know. And body sprays, again, because Gen Z has to bring back everything 90s and Y2K, body sprays are coming back in again. That's great, because I've got a ton. Every time Bath and Body Works has a sale, I'm all over it. Lotions, body sprays, all of it. Candles. I've got a problem. (laughs) And then she also pulls out some new sexy lingerie from Victoria's Secret, which, again, 90s, because it had yet to be rejected by consumers for its focus on the male gaze and being, like, sexy for men instead of just, like, 
airy being untouched or unretouched. And a lot of these other brands these days are focused more on, you know, what women want rather than what men want to look at. So I thought that was cute, too. I just remember all of those semi-annual Victoria's Secret sales or like high schoolers shopping at Victoria's Secret. It was it's pretty funny. That was definitely part of that era. So then she is ready. She goes to knock on Noel's door. She's wearing a sweater. So at least she's got like the sexy lingerie underneath because she so far went for like business on top and then party underneath. Like she was not like fully dressed to the nines for her date. It was just like, oh, I'll get some sexy lingerie. But she was still wearing like a typical sweater, Felicity sweater. (laughs) I thought that was funny. But at least she took off the Ben necklace for her sexy time with Noel. And I I rewatched the episode because I was like, is this the first time we see her without it? And it is. She was wearing the necklace throughout the episode before this point. So I thought that was interesting that they took it off for the sexy time. Good catch. Mm-hmm. I mean, some scenes she's wearing turtlenecks, so who knows what she's wearing under that. But yeah, she took the necklace off for this. So when he opens the door, I feel like she looks like a deer in headlights and she looks so young. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I feel like in that, shot specifically she looks very very young like a kid i don't know if anyone else thought that i think she looks like a kid quite a bit but well sometimes definitely more than others (laughs) yeah i did i did when i was watching the episode kind of get that feeling throughout at different moments like wow her face looks so so young like just very childlike yeah and i feel like in some other scenes this episode, I could tell she was wearing some more makeup, which made her look more mature. And in this one, I don't. it didn't seem like she was. And she had her hair down and it's very poofy. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, to me, she looked very, very young. She's like, hey, can I come in? And Noel's trying to be nonchalant. He's like, oh, oh, yeah. Like, oh, you're just stopping by, even though this whole thing was scheduled to begin <laughs> with. So she comes into his room and she gets her blinders up to focus on just Noel. And per Elena's advice, she takes control immediately and just jumps on him and They're making out and messing things up, flipping him out of the bed. He lands on a brush, which hurts. And so she's rushing through everything. And Noel's like, okay, like, wait, let's hold on. Let me catch my breath here so that I don't feel like it's being nationally televised. (laughs) So they, you know, take a pause for a second. And then Guy busts through the door. And who does that without knocking? Like, come on, man. You don't even knock. That's that was rude. So then like Noel quickly tries to cover Felicity up and she's like, I thought you locked the door. He's like, you didn't give me much of a chance. And then guys got a couple of other dudes with him. They're bringing back his computer and they're like, whoa, <laughs> like, oh, they're, you know, having sexy time. <laughs> Young dudes. And <laughs> what, yeah, they're just like ogling at them. And then one of the guys like knocks the door into one of the candles on Noel's dresser and it falls onto the dead Christmas tree that we saw. <laughs> Uh, in the beginning of the episode and it instantly goes up in flames because it's just kindling at this point and the fire alarm is also very prompt and goes on immediately so they're all freaking out guy and his guys run out of the room and felicity falls to the ground she's crawling around getting all her clothes he's like no no wait it's it'll be fine we can still do this and she's like no your room is on fire like no we can't do this he's trying to salvage it And then one of Guy's guys gets a fire extinguisher, puts out the tree. He says he was a volunteer firefighter in high school, which I didn't know they let high schoolers do that. And Noel says, he's like, yeah, we can tell. Well, Noel's pissed. And the I think it was Guy or one of his guys says like, oh, it's the rules. We have to evacuate anyway, right? Because the alarm went off. And Noel's like, yeah, we got to (laughs) evacuate. So they're both like (laughs) embarrassed and distraught and... Richard, yet again, gets in the way of their budding romance somehow. That wasn't Richard. It was Richard's roommate. But Richard had the problem with the tree when he had no problem with the grill. So I blame Richard. <laughs> it all goes back to Richard. Well, no could have just, no had a lot of time to dispose of it before then because they he was had busy getting tested. Little sexy date. He didn't get tested. He didn't have to. <laughs> This was days in advance. No, he went to the doctor. I know, but I think it's interesting that this uh, put your blinders on and this aggression that she approached Noel with is kind of portrayed as somewhat amusing. But if a guy was doing that to a girl, like if Noel was that enthusiastic and that aggressive and he was approaching Felicity that way, that would not have been any amount of cute or funny. Right. So she was she was kind of like really unhinged and he was uncomfortable like saying like, hold on. And she wasn't listening to him. So that's actually not cool. 
that's not that's not cool. Yeah. I mean, he even later says that she was aggressive, which is not a word you want to hear. So, yeah. Yeah. No. Once again, she was just trying to like kind of get it over with. She wasn't really into it. And- yeah. But yeah, but she wasn't listening to her partner and that's mm-hmm. unacceptable. Well, when he did say like, wait, hold on, like she did stop for a minute, but it, yeah, she was aggressive. That's for sure. And then also yet again, we have another fire metaphor for Noel. Like what, why mm. do the writers mm. keep linking Noel to fire here? I don't like it. <laughs> we had the fire alarm when her parents were visiting. Last yeah. week, we've got the barbecue thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm scared about this fire stuff. I don't like mm-hmm. it. I, I tried Googling and researching to see if anyone explained it, and I haven't found anything yet. But part of me thinks they're just saying that everything's a dumpster fire with them. And I hope that that's not true. <laughs> Aww. So after that fiasco, later in her room, Felicity's kind of unpacking or packing her backpack up and Noel drops by. And Felicity says that she can't even look at him because she's embarrassed. And Noel's like, oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. But Felicity's like, there were people walking in. There's fire. She's just she's distraught that everything went like that. And she tells him that she thought she could barrel through it and they could, quote, get it over with. Which, again, not great. And that's also probably that's not, not what your par- yeah. partner wants to hear. No. <laughs> Although he didn't seem to mind. Like, they're both kind of approaching this in a really weird kind of way. Her saying, I want to barrel through that. And he doesn't seem to mind when she gives him that feedback. Like, why are both of them so weird about this? They're just approaching this in this like really unhealthy, like weird way. Because that didn't give him any pause to say, like, hey, like, let's reevaluate this. Like, let's take a step back from this. He's just like, oh, nope, let's try again. Let's just do it another way. Like, we just need to do do a reset. Like, why? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But he was like, oh, it just it just needs to be a little more romantic because, yeah, she was aggressive. But he didn't it didn't seem like his feelings were hurt, which was weird. I don't think I'd want to hear that from a partner. Like, I just want to get this over with. Right. He didn't ask her why. Like, why do you want to just get it over with? What are you worried mm-hmm. about? Yeah, what does that mean? For, for people who are like, what does this mean? And mm-hmm. parameters and boundaries, like, why didn't they have a deeper conversation at that point? Yeah. Because he, is he, like, that horny for her? Like, he can't even, like, stop and think for a second what she's saying? Right. They're both being insensitive to each other. They're This is really kind of ick the more I think they're, about it. Yeah. They're both immature <laughs> in this episode. Immature and insensitive to the other's needs. Yeah. So then Noel says... You know, it just needs to feel more romantic. And so he's booked them a room at the Worcester Hotel so that they could be alone. So then Felicity has to ask Javier for the night off so that she can go to the Worcester with Noel. And Javier's like, is this about some guy? Like, it's not a national holiday. Every time you get laid, he can come here and enjoy a mocha. But Felicity tells Javier that it's her first time. And Javier says that he doesn't believe in premarital sex, but he'll take her shift and then he just wants all the deets later. So I I don't know. Again, now she's telling Javier about this and she's shocked that everyone else has heard about it. Like she's literally telling everyone. So if she wants to keep it private, stop telling everyone about it. Then we see Ben and Julie studying together in her room and Ben is reciting Walt Whitman, which he actually likes, even though he doesn't like most poetry. So... Julie's on the bed and then he goes down to lie next to her and starts reciting poetry to her. And she says she loves this and she means hanging out with him. So they're kind of getting snuggly and close together. And then we jump to Noel and Felicity at the Worcester and Noel got them a beautiful suite and they look excited, but they kind of look at the bed for a little bit. And then Felicity awkwardly like changes the subjects and wants to open up the mini bar and she's going to like buy whatever they want. So they open a couple of Cokes and Noel toasts to better luck the second time around. And so they cheers and Felicity's trying to talk herself into it. Basically, she's like, yeah, this is going to be good. Like she's trying to hype herself up here and she shouldn't i don't think have to do that oh yeah not a great sign i mean to some degree some amount of nervousness would be normal like even if you're excited about something it's like okay yeah you can be a little bit nervous but this whole thing yeah is just sideways it's just so weird Mm -hmm. then we go back to julie's room ben's gonna get going but he invites julie back to the loft and she decides to stay in her room for the night and she's like she thinks sean hates her 
Ben's like, nah, he doesn't hate you. He just thinks that you're a live-in girlfriend and that's not allowed. He's like, but don't worry. I told Sean what's what. So they hug goodbye and then they lock eyes and they look like they're about to kiss maybe. But then the phone rings. So she says, okay, I'll call you later. And Ben leaves. And guess who's calling? Felicity. Shocker. She's calling from the bathroom of the suite at the Worcester. And she's telling Julie, like, I think it's really going to happen now. Noel and I are going to have sex. And Julie's like, great. And trying to sound happy for her. But she obviously sounds weird. And Felicity can tell. She's like, hey, are you okay? What's going on? Julie says, no, nothing. It's stupid. And I'm like, well, there you go, Julie. Like, yeah, Why did you dangle that out there? If you actually want her to think there's nothing wrong. Yeah, you just say, what? I'm fine. Have a great night. You don't say it is stupid because that then there's an it there. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, say come on, girl. stupid was stupid. <laughs> yes. It's a vague book post is what that is. Like, oh, life sucks. Like, you want her to What's ask going now? on, girl? She's, Nothing. <laughs> yeah. And Julie just keeps saying, no, never mind. I want you to have a good time. We'll talk later. And so Felicity, you know, she doesn't buy it, but they hang up. Well, do you think like she was genuinely trying to sabotage things or do you think she was genuinely conflicted and wanted to tell but was struggling with it? Like, what do you think her motivation was in being like, nothing, it's stupid, just have fun? Like, what? where do you think that came from? I think she was genuinely conflicted because they had just yeah. almost kissed and that's as far as, like, farther than it had gotten. Yeah, it was like right that second. Before yeah. it was just, you know, talking and whatever. And I don't think she expected to get a phone call from Felicity from the hotel room where she's like, oh, Noel and I are going to have sex now and Julie can't kiss the guy that she wants to be with, right? So like, I think maybe also there was a little bit of jealousy that came out and that's why her tone shifted. But then she really was like, no, I don't want to talk about this right now and ruin your night. So like, I think it was just kind of an unexpected feeling that came up and she really was trying to like bury it until after her night with Noel, but obviously didn't do a good job of that because she's not a great communicator. I hope she doesn't didn't want to, purposely sabotage things that'd be really awful i didn't think so either okay. but i just was hoping that you also What's didn't that? think that because i i really think that she was just that moment was just so fresh right then and and was interrupted by the phone call so i could see her being kind of thrown off and not maybe thinking things through like oh my gosh like what what i'm gonna say is gonna determine if they have sex or not i don't think she was thinking that far yeah I hope she not. just you know wanted to talk to her friend about her own budding relationship stuff and she can't because she's putting Felicity's stuff before her own. Yeah. So then Felicity comes out of the bathroom and Noel's waiting for her on the bed. So she joins him and they get to kissing. But then Felicity kind of pulls back and says, sorry, I'm just, you know, trying to focus. I just need to focus. So Noel tries kissing her again and then she pulls back. She's like, oh, I called Julie from the bathroom. She sounded upset. And Noel says she didn't say why. Felicity's like, no. And Noel's like, no, nah, I think she's going to be fine. And so Felicity's like, wait, did you talk to her? What's going on? So Noel, yeah, he then says that Julie's with Ben, that they've been hanging out. Felicity's like, how much? And Noel tells her every night. And Felicity's like, oh, wow, that is a lot. <laughs> and so she's like, so you talked to Julie? You knew about this? How long ago? She's grilling him now. And so she finds out that Noel knew that they were together for a day or two and says, wait, so you knew that Julie and Ben were having an affair and didn't tell me? It's like, mm-hmm. OK, Felicity, mm-hmm. calm down. Yeah. <laughs> like an affair. Yeah. It's like, I wonder why they uh-huh. didn't when you phrase it that way. Making things so much more dramatic than they need to be. No wonder people exactly. keep things from you having an affair like well <laughs> you haven't done anything actually so <laughs> how how is that an affair yeah. like how, how what's your definition of affair that makes that those interactions an affair that doesn't make any sense yeah and Noel agrees he's like why does it matter <laughs> because they didn't tell you earlier or because you're still obsessed with Ben and she's like I'm not obsessed with Ben and she's like it's because we had this whole conversation earlier and I told her all about us and that you know I really value our friendship and you know what she told me about all of this nothing and Noel's like, uh, it's because she knows the truth. And Felicity's like, no. She's like, if I'm so obsessed with Ben, then why am I here with you? And Noel says, I don't know, honestly. And he basically gets up. He's like, we can't do this. I don't want to be the rehearsal. And this is my Ouch. angsty away message <laughs> of the week. 
I could totally picture myself like putting that in quotes and being all emo and putting that in an away message. I don't want to be the rehearsal. Noel Crane. Yes, that's my away (laughs) message of the week. That was intense. Yeah. So he's upset and he's like, you know how I know that I am the rehearsal. Your face is basically going to drop when I tell you this. Like Ben and Julie went to Vermont together. And you know what happens? Felicity's face drops. Mm -hmm. She's like stunned, upset. And Noel's like, yep, okay, well, good night, Felicity, and then he leaves. And Felicity does not stop him. She does not protest. She just sits there dumbfounded. Yeah, she's stunned. I think that was kind of mean of him to tell her that way. Like, he was kind of throwing it in her face. Like, I get that he was hurt and disappointed, but he kind of said it as a jab against her, not as like, hey, there's something you need to know. And, like, he didn't present that very gently. He, like, did that to be hurtful almost I thought I thought it was kind of mean-spirited at the way he presented that information Hmm. I see it more as Felicity's like kind of I don't want to say lying to him but like she's not being honest with herself and therefore not with him either like she is clearly still obsessed with Ben if that was her reaction Mm -hmm. there's something still going on there and I don't think it's fair to Noel to be there with him if she still has these strong feelings for someone else yeah, it was just the, his delivery of it. I don't have a problem with him mm-hmm. telling her, but it seemed like it was a mean-spirited way to communicate it. Like, his feelings were hurt in that moment, and I think he didn't mind hers getting a little bit hurt and mm. as you know, in reply to that. Gotcha. He can be a little nasty sometimes. In the future, like, not okay. right the second I'm saying, but, like, this is, like, yeah, a little absolutely. nugget of, like, a little flavor of when he is, his feelings get hurt, he is a little... Mm-hmm. He's a little bit... um. He's got daggers sometimes, I think. Immaturity when he gets upset. Yeah, when his feelings are hurt, like, watch out. Like, dang, you don't want to tell Felicity something? I want to tell Noel shit because he's going to go off. He hurtful. He He's he's very vengeful sometimes. But we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's not worry about that. This is just a little taste. This is just <laughs> a little taste. Sorry, Heather. I don't know. I I think Felicity was, like, more wrong in this situation. Because, yeah, she's, yeah. like, trying to convince that nothing's going on. I don't care about Ben. And the, I don't know. I feel like she wasn't treating him great. But you're right. He doesn't have to hurt her back. But And he didn't have to say I, obsessed. I didn't, I didn't like... take it that way. I feel like he was well, just like, I'm trying to protect you. No, but it's like, I'm trying to protect you, but fine. Do you want to know everything? Here it is. I don't know. I just saw it more as like blunt rather than. Well, that's what I mean. Like, well, fine. Here you go. Here's the truth. I think he's the one who kind of though like started turning into something really negative when he's just like, oh, or is it because you're obsessed with Ben? Like that jealousy coming out, like that little jealous undertone was uncalled for. Like it was not going to lead to a productive conversation and it didn't. Look what happened. He could have said like, oh, like, is it because she didn't tell you everything or because you still have feelings for him and you're kind of struggling with that still. Fair point. Fair. True. <laughs> True. Agree to disagree. Moving on. Well, then back at the loft, uh, Julie gets buzzed up by Ben. He lets her in and she says sorry that she didn't call. And Ben tells her she doesn't have to feel bad about not calling. And he's doing some laundry and she sees that a bunch of her own stuff is mixed in there because she's there literally every night. And so then she says to Ben, look, last night I really wanted to kiss you. And she tells him, and you wanted to kiss me back. And they both agree that, yes, they wanted to kiss each other. So he asks her what she wants to do. And she says that she told her counselor that she didn't want to be the girl that when something bad happens, she runs into some guy's bed. And he's like, well, what did your counselor say about that? And she said that Ben's not some guy and that she should do whatever feels right. And what would feel right would be to go slowly with Ben. And Ben says that slow is good. And so then they kiss. Mm. And that was very cute. That was my hottest Ben moment. It was just so sweet. Yeah, it was cute. And like I said before, I like them together, not just because she's not Felicity, but yeah, the way he does take care of her and listens to her. Very cute and sexy. And then the song Everybody Hurts by R.E.M. starts to play in the background and we move over to Noel's room and he's lying on the floor in the dark in his dorm room. He's holding on to his boombox remote and singing along to Everybody Hurts. And I'm so glad that this song stayed in the scene because like Noel literally sings along to it and you can't replace that. So I'm glad that they got the rights for the DVD and streaming and all the things because it's it's perfect wallowing music. So Elena knocks on his door and comes in 
And she's like, you're the RA. I need your advice. She's now wearing Blair's gift as a very, very, very short skirt. And she's like, what do you think of this? He just kind of shrugs and goes back to his singing. And so Elena's like, all right, you need more help than I do. So she is like, well, if you want my opinion, which he didn't ask for her opinion, but she's going to give it anyway. (laughs) She's like, you're obsessed with the idea that she's obsessed. And she says that Felicity came by her room last night and told her what happened between them. And I was like, oh, great. And I was like, you know what? You're getting on my nerves. And so Elena's like, all right, I'll leave. I'll leave you to wallow. And I was like, I'm not wallowing. And Elena gives him this look like, come on, man, be real. You're wallowing. So he's like, okay, fine. Maybe I'm wallowing. But a good wallow never hurt anybody. And Elena says, yeah, but it's unattractive and in this case, unnecessary. So she helps him get up. And she's, again, a very good friend. I like to see their friendship blossoming. But also, I think Felicity is obsessed. So I don't know. I'm still iffy on this. (laughs) But we'll get to that more in a bit. I have thoughts. So then Elena shows off her new skirt to Blair. And he says that it's not a skirt, that it's for her hair. (laughs) And Elena says, I'm wearing a headband as a skirt. Because she's out in the hallways at different lecture halls. There's people everywhere and she's wearing a headband as a skirt. So he asks her, like, why didn't you just ask me what it was? And Elena says that she didn't want to hurt his feelings. And to me, this seems like that's what was going on in this episode for everyone. Like, no one wants to hurt each other's feelings and they're not speaking up. But then you end up wearing headbands around your asses. So (laughs) that was... To me, kind of a a good metaphor for the whole episode here. But Elena's like, oh, my God, I have to get out of here. I'm wearing a headband on my ass. And so she runs out. I think if anyone could pull it off, though, Elena could. I think she looked great. And that's what Blair said. He's like, not everyone could pull that off. And it's true. I couldn't fit a headband around my butt. So good for her. She looked great. She can wear anything. When we're in lecture and Julie's already sitting down, Felicity goes up to her and she tells her that Noel told her about her and Ben. And Julie just sits there and she's like, I'm sorry. I know I should have been the one to tell you, but, you know, I I wasn't sure if you'd. And Felicity's like, "Uh, if I'd freak out, (laughs) she's like, well, I'm not going to. I'm like, no, you're not going to because you already did, Felicity. Like, what are you talking about? So she sits down next to Julie and she says that she explains that she's been holding on to this stupid crush for so long that she was scared to let go of it. She thought that if she did, she was admitting that Ben and her weren't going to get together, then that would put everything into question. And then she'd have nothing. And Julie's like, well, that's not true. She's like, of course it's not true. Felicity's like, I've got a ton of things in my life and it's time to start enjoying some of it. And she said that liking someone is supposed to make your life better, not worse. Which is very true. So then Ben comes up and, you know, Felicity's like, oh, sit here. Ben's like, are you sure I can go over there? I'm like, why don't you all sit together? But whatever. (laughs) So Felicity's like, no, 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 sit here. I have to go do something. So then she gets up and leaves and Ben sits down and Felicity kind of watches them talking. And this is where, I don't know, I wonder if there was a cut scene between Elena and Felicity, like talking about what had happened. Because I just feel like. I don't feel like we earned this scene yet. Like we didn't see Felicity come to this realization about her Ben crush. It was just like she was super upset when Noel left. And now all of a sudden she made all these realizations that, oh, it's a stupid crush. And I was scared to let it go. And like all of a sudden everything's different. And I just feel like how did Felicity finally get there? I wish we would have seen that. Yeah. So I don't know. This doesn't feel totally believable to me yet. I think the problem the person who was hung up on this Ben thing was Noel, not Felicity. I think it was more his issue than it was even hers because he was the one, and Elena said, like, you're obsessed about her being obsessed. But I think at that point, yeah, maybe she had some residual feelings, but I think he was making it a bigger thing than it was. Like, he was going over the top with it. Whereas we usually see Felicity going over the top with things. I think Noel was the one, the culprit this time. But, like, she she literally stopped making out with her boyfriend and, like, made all these they had all these plans and then she totally flipped out about the ben and julie thing and like couldn't progress with noel because because he threw that in her face like yeah she was obsessed and and hurt by that all happened that in her face she was stunned maybe as much about the information as the delivery from noel who's supposed to be her boyfriend he wasn't very kind with her feelings around that because his own feelings were hurt also if he had this in the back of his head to the point where he's like julie don't tell her until after i get laid He knew something was, there was something there, and he was willing to proceed anyway. That's what I thought about it, too. Yeah. So that's kind of messed up. 
Yeah, if he had to tell Julie that. If he's going that far out of his way to be like, Julie, keep your mouth shut, mm-hmm. he knows there's a problem. That's a problem he has. He has a problem with her being obsessed with Ben. Yeah, I, I would think that he but would he have a problem But he has a problem, problem with, with her knowing about, about what's going on. He's fixated on it almost as much as Felicity. He's fixated about her fixation, just like Elena said. And he was willing to have that go. If she really does have feelings for him, for Ben still, then she needs to be able to sit with that and not have sex with some other dude because Noel wants to get laid. He should have not been doing so much to keep that from her because he was the one who was telling, discouraging Julie from even bringing that up. So if she does have feelings for him, then let it be. You know, like, Noel, walk away. But don't, like, and he did. participate in he hiding did eventually. <laughs> well, I know, but he, he also was trying to have sex with her with this in the back of his mind. He was willing to do that even with the belief in his mind that she was still, quote-unquote, obsessed with Ben. He was willing to have sex with her anyway. Well, but you could hope that that's not true and think like maybe I'm overreacted like you might not 100% know it but be like oh yeah don't tell I mean because she did she reacted the way that they thought she would I wouldn't call that a freak out though she was stunned but she didn't like scream and call him disgusting like she did in the restaurant (laughs) like she didn't like make a big scene like she just sat there quietly no but she like couldn't kiss him and focus on him and then because she didn't know what was going was on at that time called it an affair i don't know i still yeah, think she stupid. Over, no, yeah she i think she, she couldn't was focus upset. because at that time she didn't even know what was happening because julie just said oh it's nothing yeah it's stupid that's why she couldn't focus it wasn't because julie just told her about ben and she couldn't focus it's because she had no idea what was going on she was just in the dark right but once he started telling her things then she got more and more and more upset but i think it was because she was disappointed that her friend didn't have a mutual friendship with her of disclosing and sharing noel's the one who's like it's because you're still obsessed with ben he's the one who threw that in there i I think it was just a combination yeah that's all i'm saying like but i'm not saying he wasn't upset but to me like her realizations here with julie and then in the next scene with noel like she came to all these realizations and like we just didn't see her get there at all that's all i'm saying is that like i don't feel like we earned that and i don't know if it's believable yet i'm not saying noel didn't didn't make mistakes he for sure did too I just think that she clearly showed that, yeah, she was still lingering, had some lingering things going on with Ben. So then Noel knocks on Felicity's door um, and she's coming back from that lecture hall. And Noel says that he was going to apologize for originally came because he was going to apologize for walking out the night before. But then he was like, but look, this is a big deal. And if we do this, then everything changes. And so it has to be for the right reasons, not just because other people are doing it. And he's like, you know, I think it'd be a mistake. He's like, it'd be great during, but afterwards, like we, you know, regret it or things would change. And so Felicity tells him that he's right and that she was just wanting to get sex over with so that she could feel like a part of the human race. Um, and so then he touches his forehead and sits down, and which means he's stressed out. And he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just did that. I just talked you out of having sex with me. It's like, never mind. Let's have sex. And she says no. He's like, so you're saying no. He's like, to me or to sex? And she says not to him, that she wants to be with him. So he says that that's good. And he's like, and you know, look, I get it. Like Ben was a like a bad habit, but he's like, I think after a little while with me, like it'll be so easy to forget about Ben. So then she kind of looks at him smitten and says that he's her first boyfriend, which is cute. So he did realize that they were doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, like two seconds before the credits. It looks like Joe disagrees. No, I was thinking about something different, something that was on my mind, and I've just been contemplating on it. The poem that Ben was reading, which kind of links back to the stuff that was going on in the episode. It was about connecting to yourself and knowing knowing you as your own self and kind of having that self-worth and self-esteem and that connection to humanity at large. And part of this whole thing was like, I want to have sex because everybody's having sex and I'm not mm. like everybody else if I'm not having sex. But that poem was about appreciating yourself and how you are connected to everybody else just because you're a worthy human just because you are you because mm-hmm. i don't understand poetry so i'm glad you could i googled it yeah <laughs> i googled I'm it i'm glad you could define it for us <laughs> well i thought it was relevant because he read it out loud so i was like i'm gonna look into this i, I need to know more about this it sounded good but yeah, yeah. It, was, it was pretty cool well, then we get our final scene with sally's tape back to felicity and we see i think they're celeb nicknames would be Nolicity and Booley. Jen sounds like a real name, so I went with Booley. 
Um, so <laughs> Noel and Lissity are together in the cafeteria and they see Bowie already at the table sitting down. And so they all sit down together at the cafeteria. And then even Elena comes up with Blair. She's wearing her headband on her actual head. And so then they all sit down together too. So it's all six of them. And we hear Sally say, she's like, wow, I was thinking about your tape and about you. All that anticipation and uncertainty, wondering what it's going to be like. She tells Felicity that her first time was with some guy that she met at a party as a freshman at Brown. She says she doesn't feel sorry about that or she doesn't regret it but she now knows something that she didn't know then that our best decisions the ones we never regret come from listening to ourselves which is what felicity has done so no matter what she decides she should feel proud and so we see all six of them a happy coupled up group for the start of the semester and i'm just sure it'll be like this forever right yep Oh, yeah. The yeah. End. Roll wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. So we had lots of awkward haze this week. We set a new record for oh. our hay counter. We had 22 haze. Oh my gosh. We had so many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overall, thoughts on the episode? It was enlightening. I don't, I've said what I needed to say. <laughs> enlightening. <laughs> I was just going to say, even though he wasn't featured very much in the episode, I loved Ben and his comfort of Julie. And I just like, at least their relationship right now. I like what's happening. Seemed pretty healthy compared to another person's relationship, mm-hmm. but whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like when we talk about Noel and fire, I feel like sometimes Noel is dumping fuel on existing fires. Or like he like makes things blow up. Same so similar way to Felicity does too sometimes, but like there was an existing problem and he had to like throw some fuel on it and make it blow up even more. So maybe that's the correlation. Like his like little uh, mean streak sometimes is the fuel on an existing fire. Okay, that's that's my only thought. I'm not gonna say anything else. Yeah, we don't want to give anything else away. Nope. Like a 25 year old show, we can't have any spoilers. Oh yeah, yeah. That's true. This is an old ass show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I have a hunch that most of our listeners are already fans, but never know. We might be introducing. Well, I know my sister is rewatching the show, but she remembers nothing. I don't know if I said this on a previous episode, but she didn't even remember that in the pilot, she followed Ben mm-hmm. to New York. I was like, that's a pretty big plot That's That's the catalyst for everything that happens in this show. But she just, yeah, did not remember that that even happened, that that's why she went to New York. So there are some people who are reliving this for the first time in 25 years and don't remember anything. So no spoilers. My brother started watching it, (laughs) so he never saw a single episode and started watching it because of the podcast, too. So I guess it's possible. Well, that wraps up another week. We will be back next week with the next episode, uh, episode 12 titled friends so thanks for joining us as always we will talk to you all next week bye Goodbye. bye felicity was here is produced written and edited by heather melissa and dr joe you can find us on instagram and tiktok at felicity was here pod if you're enjoying the pod please leave us a review and help us spread the word we appreciate you and would love to hear from felicity super fans like us So send us your feedback, ask us your burning questions, or just say hey at felicitywashearpod at gmail.com. We may even read your note in a future episode. Talk to you all next week.